Hello, everyone, and welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill. I'm Steve, joined as always with Phil, and we're joined by JP as well tonight. Have you guys enjoyed the opening weekend? There's a lot of weird results. A lot of weird results. Um, it's certainly back, and uh, one of the things that we were talking about, I know, before the season kicked off, Phil, was um, Mm. the rules and the rule changes. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly, we saw a lot of extra time, like we figured we might, Mm -hmm. and uh, we saw a red card today in the Sunderland game for someone kicking a ball away, Um, which they said, which we said is something they're going to be clamping down on as well, so... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think the rule changes aren't bad ones, but it's we kind of get these every year, don't we? And we'll talk about one in the Norwich game as well, the Adam Ida goal. We'll talk about that when we get to that. But uh, with these rule changes, sometimes it's like the referees go all for them for like two, three weeks of the season and then just ignore them again. Mm. Oh, yeah, I say up until the international break and then we'll be back to normal. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's there's yellow cards going to people like when the ball goes up for a throw and they like kick the ball down the line or they kick it off the hoardings and they get booked for it. Yeah. Yeah, silly stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, the, we'll see how the rule changes go. Uh, everything kicked off Friday night. Mm. Uh, we said it was going to be, you know, a good test for Southampton. Uh, going away to a newly promoted team at home. But but my God, it was the most one-sided game I've seen in a long time. Hmm. I caught the second half. Um... Yeah. I, I think Sheffield Wednesday reacted a lot better in the second half. Yeah. Um, But they should have been 8 9 nil down at halftime. At least. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're lucky they weren't, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Southampton absolutely destroyed them. Yeah, if Southampton didn't win this game, they were just so destroyed. It really would have been, and it, it came close to them not winning it, as we know, and we've often said it in in this league, you have to take your chances when you get them. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday had one shot on target and they scored a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they could quite easily have stolen a point that they didn't deserve, and how many times do we see that in this league? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough start for Wednesday, a good win, I suppose, away from home for Southampton. Uh, early stages of the season as we know it's getting the points on the board and we know Norwich when they've gone on those big mad runs to get promotion over the years it's been off the back of these 1-0 wins mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them did you get to see much of the game JP? yeah I saw the second half yeah it was uh, it was an interesting game alright but as I said you know it's something the the chances they had like as I said like it's uh, well look they got the win you know and that's what they needed I suppose the first win and you know get it over the line I suppose you know that's the main thing you know but but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it'll, it'll be it'll be a tough season ahead, obviously. You know, as I said. So yeah. yeah. Before before the game as well, they had the minute silence for um the legends that died there, Trevor Francis yeah. and Bart Williams. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was very sad that wasn't mm-hmm. it actually mm-hmm. the one to eight. Yeah. It was, it was. Yeah. Very strange, Trevor Francis, you know, two-time European Cup winner written on them for us. Most yeah. expensive bridge player at the time, wasn't he? He was, the, the first was. one million pound player, yeah. Um, yeah. And Chris Bart-Williams, who everybody we know that's ever, you know, yeah. met him or talked about him, only have good things to say about him, yeah. but he was a good guy yeah. as well. So. But a good start for Southampton, and it looked like maybe we were going to have a fairly normal opening weekend, 
with the favourites getting a result. Mm. And then yesterday happened and things just went pear-shaped. Just one last thing on that, that game there. Yeah. I think Jay Adams could be on the move. Um, it's it's always a dodgy few weeks, isn't this, for the championship teams? Yeah, I think someone like Luton or Everton or one of the lower leagues, they, they, need, they need forwards. And he he's handy in the Premier League. Yeah, like we, we saw Lavia came on. We saw Jay Ward-Prowse, who we were started the game. Yeah. Um, like, these are players that they're really going to have a hard time hanging on to for the next yeah. few weeks. But you have yeah. to play them while they're at the club. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, maybe if they were to lose him, they'd have to bring somebody in. Obviously, um, goals are very important to get out of this division. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, tough game for Sheffield Wednesday to start losing at home and being completely outplayed. But good win for Southampton. Yeah. Uh, then yesterday we had a couple of mad results. This will start with one that um, I know your dad won't be too happy with. Uh, Blackburn Rovers beating West Brom two one. Mm. Uh, we, we were talking about it being interesting to see how they would do how Blackburn would do without some of the players they've lost this season um, um, from what I've seen in the highlights the, the two lads who scored looked handy like young, the young flag very young I mean yeah um, I mean Leonard is what 21 yeah um, and they need those goals because in Brett and Diaz, they've lost like really one of the stars of the league mm-hmm. is gone. Um, I guess uh, I don't know if your dad got to see much of this game or the highlights or whatever. Uh, for those who don't know, weren't regular listeners, feel as bad the massive West Brom fan. Yeah. Um, but we had a. Uh, it's one of those games could have went either way, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Blackburn again, as I said, I didn't think they would win this game. I thought that no. Blackburn are going to struggle. We talked about the other day that Blackburn are going to struggle. Um, yeah, because you couldn't really see where the goals were going to come from. But if these youngsters step forward, um, it, it's hard. It's hard to know. Exactly. You should always win your home games. The first home game of the season. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was a bit. I don't know how much of the highlights you got to see, but West Brom had a few great chances to come back in this game. Oh yeah, they were uh, over them in the second half. Yeah, I mean there was a couple of you know good old fashioned goal mouth scrambles where a ball was pinging across the box, um, and they just couldn't get it over the line a few times. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's one of those, and we see it a lot in this division. Um, couple of quick goals. I mean, you know, you 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 switch off for five minutes and you're two 0 down, which is what happened to us. Prom. The thing is, like they had a lot of shots, but none of them were on target. I think they yeah. Were- what three shots on target? Yeah, there's been a lot of change, I suppose, with them as well, isn't there? Um, that's Brom over the last year or so. Yeah, like the different they've managers. Lost, they've lost a lot of players, like players in and out. Yeah. Yeah. So, if they're not careful, they just they're just going to become just a championship team. They just won't go down and they won't go up. Yeah, they're they're definitely stuck there, aren't they? Um, and again, this was one of the ones. Um, where we saw the new one of the new rules we were talking about, which was uh, the sideline protesting are going to be getting more yellow cards, and Carlos Corbran was sent off for protesting. Uh, twice protesting and was sent off. City. Uh, we're going to see a lot of that this season. Yeah, yeah. go for it. 
Yeah, KP, you have anything to say on this one or on Corbrand being sent off for the no, same? It's, it's, just, it's just a strange one getting used to all these new decisions and all that, you know, it's like, you know, it's, uh, we've had so much of VAR and stuff like that now and all that, you know, it's it's just kind of getting used to it now, I suppose, but it's 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 crazy, like, really, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. That's one of the things we love about the championship is there's no VAR in the championship. That'll be another fun. year, another year and we'll have it. I, I, can yeah, see. I don't know, they'll, they'll have to. The, yeah. the new rule as well with Corbran is because he was sent off, he's not allowed yeah. to do the post-match interviews. Right. He's also not allowed, in the old days, if you were sent off as a manager, you could go into the stand and watch the match. You're not allowed to do that anymore. So that, Arsene Wenger, that Arsene Wenger image when he just raised his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're not allowed to do that anymore. You have to go into the dressing room and watch it on a on a small TV or on a probably large TV. That's like, that's like Larry Sanchez when they won that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's the new rules. Managers can't go into the stands if they're sent off. They're going to have to go down to the dressing room. And they also then will also not be allowed to do the post-match media. And and weirdly enough, it was uh, West Brom's captain, Jed Wallace, who came out to, to do the talking in his place. Uh, strange one. But a good start for Blackburn. Not such a great start for West Brom. No. The only saving grace they have is they have a game again Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, yeah. If you, had, if you have a week, I think... First game if you were week, it's a long time. So it is. It is. Yeah. Um, and for some of the teams that didn't do brilliantly, I suppose, um this weekend, we've got the AFL Cup midweek. It's a chance for them to kind of get back on track straight away. Yeah. Uh, but you, you don't want to be in the process of next weekend if you go out of the AFL Cup this week. You like uh, Huddersfield are playing Middlesbrough, I think one of them is has to lose that game. You don't want to be going into next weekend with the chance of losing three games in a week to start the season. Yeah, mentally. Mm-hmm. It all so, taken fast. And then probably again, following Tuesday, there's probably a championship game. You know what I mean? You know that, what I mean? That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, it's a 10 days. You could have four losses. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it is the way that it's going to work. Um, Move along, I suppose, to, you know, two teams that, we talk a lot about uh, Bristol City and Preston North End. Uh, Bristol City, last season, so bad at home for so long. And then something just clicked in, in, in about February or something, or March. Yeah, I mean, but the, this season, you know, it looked like they were going to get off to the perfect start. And, um, you know, it, it just wasn't to be right nearish the end, well. Saying near the end was probably about 15 minutes left with the stoppage time they play these days. But uh, Will Keane, we were talking about on Friday, he's back at Preston. He was there for on loan, you know, when he was a United player, I think. A long time ago, that seems. But he's got to, um, we were saying it's a big season for him. He was a, a player, I suppose, when he was younger, was really, really highly rated. And he's, you know, he did okay, I suppose, at Wigan, but not brilliantly last before season. Before COVID, before COVID, he was surely I even had that song, Will Keane's on Fire, like the Darts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very good. Yeah. But, uh, and we know Preston's downfall the last few seasons has been they do not have someone to put the ball in the back of the net. Chad Evans would score the odd one, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. And obviously, DJ Mulgan as well used to get the odd goal here and there. Barkhausen, who's scored from long gone. Um, so if they can get you know Keane going and they can get him scoring goals, I hate to say it could be a good season for Preston because you know how many times have we thought that and they just let you down with about a month to go in the season. 
the thing about them last season is they didn't let leave in that many goals. Like they were, yeah. very, they were very good defensively as well. Yeah. Um, remember what we seen? There were fifteen games in. There was like nine draws, nine at all, or something. Yeah. Um, it's not been a good fixture for Preston. They've, they've only beaten Bristol City once in the last 10 meetings. Um, and neither Bristol City nor Preston have won their opening game, I think, in the last four years. So a draw was probably inevitable. Um, also, as well, there's a transfer news with Bristol City. Yeah. Uh, Alex Scott could be on his way out. Um, I don't know where, because they want £25 million and that's that seems to be a lot, a lot of... It is a lot of money. Um, uh, for a young fella, he's only 20. 20, yeah, 19 or something like that. 19, 20 years old. Um, no, he didn't play the game yesterday. They said he was injured, didn't they? I don't know. Whether you believe that or not. Is, yeah. yeah. Whether you believe that or not, that was a, yeah. it was a different story. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was a good, I think, good opening fixture. Both teams would probably feel they could have won it. They've had good spells, but draw probably a fair result. Same, same, uh, same again. Like a lot of chances, but not an target. Um, yeah. Um, you know, you know, uh, like you say, they're, they're missing Chet Evans and they're missing um, Jakobsen Preston as well at the minute in terms of players who can score goals for them. But like you were saying, they don't score ferocious number of goals. No, they never have. But no, but if Will Keane could get them 15 to 20, which isn't a lot in 46 matches, yeah. um, they, they could that could have been the difference between them making the playoffs and not making the playoffs last season. Uh, I don't know. Did you get a chance to see much of this one, JP? Or no, I didn't actually. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that one actually. No, no. But um, it was... Uh... Yeah, I as I said, it's uh, but you know, it's it just it's just good it's good to have the football back, let's be honest. It's just great, you know. It's been a while, but yeah. it's uh, it's you know, championship is always such an interesting league. Like, you know, you're always just gonna get some crazy results starting off, obviously, you know. So yeah, so uh, hopefully continue, you know. Have I missed all this stuff because I was away filming and independent. Phil was all filming, so he missed some of So I I missed, all, I missed all soccer Saturday, so I don't even know how that went with the new, yeah. new, oh, yes, the new, new gang, yeah. yeah. Um, we talked beforehand that, for me anyway, Middlesbrough were like probably my favourites to win the league, but they had a disaster of a start. Um, against a team though that are very very hard to beat and yeah. have been kind of the nearly team for the last few seasons, Millwall. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who follows the league for the last like what what will would you say four or five seasons? Yeah. Draws have killed Millwall. Uh, was there one season a while back they drew something like 18 matches? Bad. They missed out in the playoffs by like three points. Um, yeah. But yeah. Middlesbrough, I suppose, you think of where they were last year. They finished fourth last season. Um, they probably needed to bring in another striker, and they haven't done that yet. Yeah, we were, the pre-season. we were talking that they bought four goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah, which was bizarre because... Yeah. Akpom, who scored 28 goals for them last season, was brilliant. Yeah. Has been injured in preseason. Um, going again. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, to be fair, they 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 battered Millwall, or cer- certainly on the face of it, they battered Millwall. Millwall looked very dangerous every time they broke away. Um, great finish, an unbelievable strike. 
the 18 year old yeah um, and the thing is Millwall we know Millwall are going to defend well and be hard to break down but they looked really good when they had the ball yesterday and now they didn't have an awful lot of the ball but Middlesbrough it just seems like they're going to need another striker because if Akpom is going through a bit of an injury spell um, they really last season didn't have anyone else when he wasn't firing yeah, exactly, and the thing is, it's going to be very hard to find anyone. I, it's going to be very tough for them. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, through the league, like who, most teams won't want to let their star man go at this point yeah. in the season. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to have to go to like league league one or two. Yeah. How do you guys? What do you think these two teams will do this season? How do you think Millwall will get on? And you think Borough are going to yeah. get it right or? I think, yeah, I suppose I think Middles will be up there. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I can. Uh, Michael Carrick's doing a good job for them. So, yeah, I can, I can see they'll be up in the, I would imagine they'll be up in the championship places, but you never know. Like, it's uh, early days, I suppose. But, yeah, I'd, I would imagine they'll be up there, you know, near enough. So, Millwall, not not so sure, like, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Millwall. How do you think Millwall are so unpredictable? Yeah. They're so good at home. They've been, and... I think um, for a lot of things that happen in the championship, credit to Millwall because how long has Gary Rowett been there now? Exactly. Yeah. They have a big chance now on Tuesday night because they're playing Reading. Millwall. Yeah. Uh, if they can beat them and have two wins. Yeah, yeah. it's I suppose the reverse of what I was saying earlier. Yeah. The chance we're going into next weekend looking for your third one the season in a week. Which can be very good. So, yeah. I think Middlesbrough will be there or thereabouts, but if they don't get their forward, yeah. oh, they, they, could, they could be finishing outside the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two teams that could do very well, Norwich and Hull. Norwich, like we were saying, it's a big season for them because if they don't go up this season, they're <laughs> going to find it hard. Yeah. Ladder um, are leaving and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean... They really deserved, like, this was, like, they won 2-1, but they should have won uh, a lot more. Oh, they hammered them. Like, they hit the post a few times. Yeah, I mean, uh, they really did hammer them. But Hull and Delap looks some player. um, Big, strong. And if he lives up to potential this season, I know he hasn't. The last couple of years, he's been on loan of places. But if, they, if Hull can really get him firing, and, like, we, I think we, we're saying Hull have signed well. They really have. Yeah. Um, and you would hope that they're going to stay up. Uh, their goal was a bit ridiculous. We said it was going to be a big season for Shane Duffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a great start for him when it came to defending for the whole goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was a very bad mistake, really. I mean, I don't know what he thought his centre-back partner could do with the ball. I mean, he basically blasted it off him from about 20 yards out. Um. And then, like you said, they just didn't seem like they were going to get a goal. No. Then they got great goal to equalise. And then, you know, Adam Ida, who we who we know very, very well here. Um, just bounced all over the place. Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's another one where it's a big season for him this year because he has to start living up to the potential that we all know he has. And when you think about Ferguson at Brighton and you think about Albany now at Luton, yeah. He he'll find himself down the pecking order for Ireland very quickly again. Yeah. He'll um, be on the bench. He'll... You know he does, 
does seem to be on the bench a lot for Norwich, but I think he's a guy that they could really build that team around. He's very good in the box. And he's very and this strong. Was and the, this was one of the controversial ones because when I saw this goal first, I was like, he's miles offside. <laughs> when I first saw the goal. Yeah, and obviously, we don't have the same kind of replays as we know when we, we curse in the championship that we get in the Premier League with lines drawn and all sorts. Yeah, they, they, just give it, they, they just give it this really weird wide shot that you can't see anything. Yeah. But then I had a look at it again and again, and the defender, I can't quite pick out which defender it is, it comes off him. Yeah, it bumps a lot. Into Ida's path, and Ida tucks it away. Now, this is where that new rule we were talking about Friday comes in. If the defender had stood still and it hit him, Ida's offside. But because but he, he went did, for it. He tried to knee the ball away and it like came off his hip. Because he tried to play the ball, Ida's not offside anymore. Yeah. This is, so it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting one. I, I know Hull players were, were going mad at the end, but under the new rules, that's absolutely a valid goal because he clearly tries to knee the ball and it hits off him. So it's, a, it's an interesting one. One of these new rules we have to get used to. Um, yeah. And it was always going to be when that new rule, when we were first going to see that new rule, it was always going to be miles into stoppage time for a winner, wasn't it? It was oh, never going to be like a fifth goal in a final. It's really chaotic now from now on in the championship at the, at the last 10 yeah. minutes. Mm. But it's a brave defender just stands still and lets the ball hit him. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have to go for the ball. And, but to yeah. be fair, though, Norris, overall, they deserved the three points. Um, they really did. They, <laughs> they did. Um. Did you get to see any of this one, JP, or what do you think of that? No, I, I didn't actually. Yeah, no, I didn't actually. But uh, you're describing it pretty well anyway. So I'll, I'll be watching the highlights. It's at some stage yeah. now. We'll see that now. But uh, yes, yeah, uh, but yeah, Norwich. I mean, I think I again, like I think I can see Norwich being up there, like. But again, whether they'll get promotion, I, I don't know. Like it's again, it's uh, probably too early to say. But I mean, David Wagner. Look, I mean, he's said he's uh, he's done the job at, uh, at Huddersfield. Like so, I mean, you know, he's you know potentials there really, you know. So. Yeah. And uh, you like the manager, don't you, Phil? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Norwich ran away with the league a few seasons ago before yes, they yeah. came back home again. Daniel Falker, yeah. Yeah. He, these were the wins they were getting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So remember, we were always on about Bondia. Bondia was untouchable that season. Oh, it was unbelievable, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But it was these mm. kind of, it was, uh, there was a lot of 2 1 wins. Yeah. Mm. A lot of 1 0 wins. There was a lot of games like that. They weren't like blowing teams away, no. but they kept winning, especially early in the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. Um, so Norwich don't score many or don't win many opening day fixtures. This is their first, their third, third win in twenty one years on the opening day. So they'll be happy with that. Um. Plymouth, who are who you you fancied would do pretty well in the first game, Phil, and you were you were quite right. It's always going to be one of them that does well. Yeah, and like you have to fear for Huddersfield. The thing is that Warnock buzz is gone now. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there for six months is gone. Yeah, I will say there was a very very big moment when this game was won on, and oh, Huddersfield yeah, yeah, yeah. could have scored. Where the goalkeeper made a mess of things. Yeah. Um, he basically kicked it to the whoever it was for Huddersfield. Oh, that, yeah, it was, that was a very, very, very poor uh, 
a bit of bad miss. And then again, they switch off for five minutes and you're 3-1 down. Um, bad chances, Huddersfield, I suppose. But Plymouth will be buzzing because if they're going to stay up, they have to win at home. Exactly. And they play good football. And I mean, they ran away with League One last season. They were very, very good last season. And they're raging about their manager. He's a young manager. Um, yeah. It's good to see because it's good to see young English managers getting a chance. Um, it is. It is. And um, yeah, I mean, the age difference between the two managers is something else. About 50 uh, years. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who is the Plymouth manager, actually? Sorry. Um, it's Steve Schumacher, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Steve. Oh, of course, yeah, Steve. Yeah. Um, and Neil yeah. Warnock then at Huddersfield. Um, must be. How old is Warnock? He must be nearly eighty. He would be, I suppose. Yeah, he's seventy, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose he'd yeah. be kind of mid seventies, would he? Yeah. Neil Warnock, seventy-four. Yeah. He came out of retirement to keep him up last season, and did yeah. to be fair. Yeah, there was a buzz. Um, there was always a buzz about him when he comes in at first. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's great. I mean, he's just great entertainment and press conferences he's, and everything else. Oh, has been yeah, he's been. Um, I, he, he, yeah, he's going to be very disappointed with the goals they gave away, though. Yeah, the second goal, your man, it was like a game of FIFA. He just ran. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? Like he just kept running and nobody tackled him. Yeah. And he was like, okay, so I'll just score. Yeah, one pass of five players, and it didn't look like any of them attempted to stop it. But it was like easy more than FIFA. Yeah, that's what it was like. Um, Warnock's going to be, he's going to hate that, knowing the type oh, of manager he is. Didn't even go, uh, like, they should have thrown themselves at it, one of them. I mean, even trip him or something. Yeah. But it's like they didn't even, ta- he just kept running and he was, like, he couldn't believe he was true on goal. And the thing is, once that goal went in, their, their heads were gone. Yeah, and then they conceded again a few minutes later and then it's 3-1 and, you know, you're you're in trouble. Um. Like if they can get win, like if they get wins like that, I think they could be alright. Like yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to. Farm is going to do it, isn't it? I don't think they're going to finish in the top half, but they definitely could finish seventeen. Yeah, I mean, and the way they play as open as they are, with the way they attack and whatever, they're going to have days when they go away from home and lose five nil. That's just going to happen to Plymouth yeah. this season. So, what are the odds on uh, Watford manager getting sacked then? Climate manager doing well and he's going to end up. Uh, at, yeah. well, at I'd say you couldn't even put a bet on the Watford manager being sacked. Steve Schumacher. Like the fact they're currently top of the table, um, because we all we we've all seen Watford too much the last few seasons. To know all it takes is two defeats and he's gone. Exactly. Don't know. But it's a good start for Climate. Nice to see that the new team's doing well. Um, we move on, I suppose, to Stoke, a team that I think we both thought have a chance this season if they can score goals, and they had no problem with that yesterday. Yeah, I actually thought uh, I thought this would have been it all when I was looking at it. Yeah, but you have to fear for Rotherham, don't you? Yeah, they, as we said, we they lost their best player. They um, lost their best player. They just don't look good. They were um, really hammered now yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were missing Green, um, like Andre Green, who they, you know, who they just signed, and Grant Hall is also missing. Grant Hall, we know, gives lots of experience at the back, maybe too much experience at the back. Um, but they missed them. But they were completely outplayed by Stoke, and Stoke had this last season too, 
where there'd be games where they would destroy a team and beat them 4-0 or 5-1 or 4-1 or whatever. Mm. But then Stoke might not win another game for a month. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it's tough, like. Yeah, it's a really tough division, but Stoke, Stoke have a chance if they can stay <laughs> consistent this season. That killed them last year. The manager, a lot of people are not a fan of him. No. Um, um, and again, you're looking at this new stoppage time and you're looking at like two goals in first half stoppage time. One three minutes in, one eight minutes in. Uh, teams are going to have to be really, really switched on. I mean, you're going to be playing for 100 minutes this season. Yeah, yeah. It, It's just the way it's going to be. You're not going to be playing for 90 minutes anymore. You're going to be playing for 100, 105 minutes. I know, it's ridiculous. It's just going to be normal. So you you have to realise that when it comes near the end of the half, it's going to be, you know, three to six minutes added on the end of the first half. And it's probably going to be six to ten minutes added on at the end of the second half. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you, you just have to be prepared for that. Uh, Rodham didn't seem to be. Um I suppose when they went down to 10 men, that was kind of game over, if it wasn't game over already. Yeah. The thing is, uh, um, yeah, it's just going to be a very, very long season for Radrum if they're not careful. I think so. And they are the yo-yo team, like you said, in the championship. So having them stay up last season was good. Um, you know, But they are a team that do tend to move between League One and the championship a lot. Um, hopefully they can stay up again this season because... Like we said, the last time they went down was because of COVID, really, and the number of games they had to play by the end of the season. Their next game now um, is, is Morecambe. Their next game yeah. is Morecambe and at home. So if, yeah. they don't, if they don't win that... Yeah. yeah. I mean, Stoke manager Alex Neal, um, another one giving out of us in the week at the end of this game. Yeah. Because he was talking about the number of bookings in the match. He said it wasn't a dirty game. But there was eight bookings in the match, mm. including two that Cafugox to get sent off. Um, which was which was kind of ridiculous, and um, that that happened. But yeah, it's it's I don't know. We're going to see an awful lot of these, aren't we? Yeah, all yellow cards. Where yeah. the the refs are giving yellow cards for certain things and not for others, and you might see a lot more red cards as well. Mm-hmm. I think you will. I think you're going to see a lot of second yellows. And I'm okay with that as long as they stay consistent with it. Because yeah. players will learn. Players will learn after two, three weeks what they'll get away with and what they won't get away with. Yeah. Exactly. So, anything else to say in this one? Uh, not really. Just, just it could be a long season. That's my only... It be a long season for Rodham. My only thing. With that. Uh, do you think Stoke have a chance of pushing for the playoffs this year? Hard to know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's their biggest opening day victory in twenty years. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, so not bad. Yeah. yeah not a yeah. bad start. They couldn't ask for a better start, I suppose, if mm. they are going to push for the playoffs. Yeah. Next. Yeah, the next. Game. Got a yeah. The next game, Swansea and Birmingham, was one of the worst of the weekend. Um, Terrible match. And no, um, also, it was one of those where it's two teams that you don't know what either of them are going to do this season. Exactly. 
I, I um, they won't get rented and they won't get promoted, I'd say. Yeah, Swansea was so bad for so long last season. Yeah. And just had a good end, kind of a good not even end period, but they had that good period after the World Cup that kind of pushed them away from relegation and charged them up the table. Whereas Birmingham were another team that looked like they had a chance of going down for a lot last season. But didn't in the end. So yeah, I mean, are these two teams that you see just exactly like you said? I mean, they draw the opening game. It's going to be a lot of that. They're a championship team and they'll stay a championship team. I think that'll be it. Yeah. Imagine yeah, it. I could see that. Uh, can you see anything different, JP, for Swansea? Or no, Birmingham? no, I don't. I think they'll. Yeah, I think they'll be. Uh, they'll do enough to stay up, I suppose. But uh, yeah, no, I can't see them. I can't see any of them challenging really. To be honest, it's uh, it'll be. Uh, yeah, mid table maybe, maybe lower. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's again. It's still early to say, but like I still think. Yeah, I agree. With, I agree with Phil. To be honest, yeah. The only thing that could, that could save them and it won't happen yeah. now for Birmingham is the. Um, yeah. The thing we ran about the news the other day with um, oh, with Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, and how much he invests in the club, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. And um, move on then to the, the league leaders after the first day, who probably gonna hang on to the manager for a week anyway. Um <laughs> Watford. Uh before the season started, we thought QPR could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, they're um, not they're not they're not right, as I said, since the World Cup. There's something not right there, and and you feel bad because I like the manager. I'm sure you like the manager as well. Yeah. He's it's hard not to like Gardens, or to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, like it's a strange one. Like he said after the game, he was talking about how they're kind of one of the favourites to finish bottom of the league, and they've lost four nil on the opening day of the season. So, um, they're going to have to start winning games. And it was a weird one, wasn't it, last season where? But there's seven or eight games left, and he was like, "Well, we only need to win another match." And we should be safe. And they like lost five in a row after he said that. Wasn't he doing weird stuff in the dressing room as well? Yeah. Like, didn't he bring someone dressed in a bunny suit? Or is that my imagination? Or yeah, just... they, he was, was the end of last there. season. He kind of said and did some really weird things. Yeah, stuff, yeah. <laughs> but they eventually stayed up anyway. Um, Watford looked very, very good. But then yeah. you don't know how good are they and how bad are QPR. Yeah, exactly. It's QPR. Exactly. Picked up. I mean, QPR were near the top of the table by Christmas time. They were top until the World Cup, I'd say. And Great. I mean, yeah. they were lucky they had a good start to the season because otherwise they would be playing in League One now. Yeah, very lucky. Uh, so it's it's a weird one. And um, he yeah. talks about they'd have to be more solid, but like you know, you're conceding a goal after twenty four seconds. <laughs> um, you know. That that's that's kind of a fluke. That's not going to happen every week, but it is a hard place to start from. Yes, definitely. Being a goal down. Can you see like what do you think Watford will do this season? Because they're another one like Norwich. If they don't go up this year, they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. They're they're in danger of staying in this I, season for a long time. I don't see them going first or second, but they will be. I think playoffs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I could see that happening. And what about QPR? Is there any hope for QPR staying up this season? Well, I think one if the manager is going to get sacked, and I I think then things will change. Mm. I don't think I don't see him lasting six weeks. Yeah. No. And it's strange because he wasn't he there before and didn't do brilliantly either. Yeah, he should have stayed where he was. He he was loved. Yeah, I mean he was you know he used to play for the club obviously. Um. He was loved at Wickham. They, and everyone loved him there. 
Yeah, I mean, they conceded 71 goals last season. Yeah, mentally. Um, Two clean sheets since he take, took over in February. Yeah. Crazy. And they left four in this season. Um, they kind of need to just maybe go back to the drawing board and try and keep a couple of clean sheets, even if they draw a couple of games in and then. Yeah. Because they can't keep leaking goals the way they're doing it. Yeah. I'm just curious now who they're playing at the on and the cup games during the week. Yeah. I'm just curious about that now. Be interesting to see if they make many changes to that team as well. Yeah. Who are they playing? Yeah. Well Phil looks that up. Can you see QPR staying up, JP? Any kind of I'd like to see them stay up too. I like QPR, like, but I don't know, just like I just don't know. I just it doesn't look good, like I'll be honest. I mean, from I mean, I know it's one game, but like still, it's uh, it'll be a struggle, definitely, as I said. But unless unless a change happens, obviously we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that's it. Any any luck, Phil, with who they're playing? No, no, I can't see it on the list. Maybe they're on Thursday night. They could well be on a on Wednesday, Thursday night. Um, a couple of teams probably get boys. We order playing Norwich on Wednesday. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no. Norwich. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they could Going be to Norwich on another last day here again. But be, but you don't know again. Like it's always one of these ones we talk about, isn't it? With championship teams, like Man City take the League Cup pretty seriously. Oh, yeah. And so do a few of the other Premier League teams. Realistically, how far do you want to go in the League Cup if you're a Championship side mm-hmm. trying to get promotion? Yeah, no, you're right. It's true. It always gives you a confidence boost, though, as well. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, there's well, a bit of championship it, it, the transfer news just there a second ago as well. Yeah. There's a young lad from Wolves. Um, okay. Going at uh, Luke Luke Condal. Uh, he's going to join. Yeah. He's going to join Plymouth on loan for the season. Um. Yeah, I mean, we said a few players need to get need to come in. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just keeping an eye on a few things just before we go, but yeah, um, that could be. Yeah, good. I suppose we might as well talk about today's games then. The games that happened earlier today. Um, Coventry City beaten in the final of the playoffs last year. Generally, the team that Generally, the team recently, anyway, that gets beaten in the playoff final gets promoted the next season. Yeah, usually. Um, can you see that happening to Coventry? I know they've lost their star striker. I don't at all. Yeah, it's. They were very unlucky today, but they really missed a couple of great chances. Yeah, they had two really good chances that they missed. Uh... Yeah, and I think Sims. Um. You know, the problem is, I think, with the chances is those were the chances that Goykeres put away last season. Yeah, yeah. scored one of them. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, um, yeah. So Leicester though, Dewsbury Hall, he could have like with Harvey Burns gone and with James Madison gone, yeah. he now becomes kind of the the young, talented attacking midfielder of that team. Yeah. The problem is if he you gets that, if he gets two or three more goals, will he leave before the market closes? I suppose it's possible, but do you think he'll relish being like you know Madison is gone, Burns is gone, that he'll now be like, 
well, hang on a minute. I'm still here. And I yeah. can do these things. Yeah. And he could have scored a hat trick. He's a great chance. Should have probably scored a hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he missed a great chance. But I don't think Coventry will be too downhearted. I mean, they made chances. Yeah. They just didn't take them. Yeah. They had 20 I mean, shots on goal. Like, that's a lot. Probably, again. probably, probably deserved something out of the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Maddie Godden, who we know can score goals, missed chances he shouldn't have. Um, I suppose the worry for them, Hammer came off late on. Um, maybe it's cramp early in the season. Mm. But if it's anything more than that, um, they'll be worried because... Yeah. Uh, you know. And I think when he went off, it kind of unsettled them a little bit uh, mm. with an injury. And Dewsbury Hall, two good goals that he took. Great header for the first one. Very nice second goal as well. Um, and like I said, he could have had a hat-trick. He put one just beyond the post with a great shot as well. Uh, good start for Leicester, but like we said, of all the teams that are in this division, there's no excuses for Leicester not to get promoted. Yeah, they should. They, I, they're in my one, one or two. They'll be one or two. Yeah, They have the best squad in the league. Yeah. By, by a distance. Oh, yeah. The problem is if they don't go up this season, it will be very difficult to get out. It will be. Yeah. But I mean, they're also, I imagine, going to sign another couple of players before the window shuts. Well, they're going to be making money now as well, one or two or more, I'd say. Yeah, and they already have the money in the bank. I mean, Winks played well today. Yeah. For them. Yeah. I mean, he's a player who's going to love playing at this level, I think. Yeah. He's, yeah, he'd be brilliant. The thing is, he's yeah. quite good. He's simply good in the Premier League next right. season. If you could um, pick a team, like if you could pick one JP of, of the teams that came down and how you think they do, do you think do you think Leicester City have a have a chance of like going straight back up automatically? Yeah, I think so. I think so. They still got the squad there. I mean, yeah, they've lost a few decent players, but again, it's they're still strong enough to to get back up, as I said. I mean, it's uh ends and rest. I don't know what to make of them yet. But I mean, I, you know, I on paper, you know, yeah. I can't imagine. I can't see them not being up there, you know, and getting promotion yeah. again. It's uh, it's a long season ahead. So, but I mean, as I said, if they keep most of their players, if Jews Hall stays, obviously they've got Vardy still, and you know they've got a good enough squad to, to go straight up, you know. So, and um, big weekend or big big midweek games for both teams as well. Derby match for Leicester City against Burton Albion, um, and Coventry won't have to travel that far. They're going to play in uh, Wimbledon. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how they're doing that because um, I suppose Coventry at Middlesbrough in the next league game. I mean, that's not going to be easy, but that's two teams that you would expect to be up near the top of the table will be going into that having lost their opening game. That's exactly. Um, And you don't want to be playing catch-up in this league. We know you can play catch-up. I mean, you only have to look at Middlesbrough last season and Forest the season before. You know, even if you lose your first four games in this division, you're you're not out of there. There's so many matches. But uh, you certainly don't want to be six points behind after two games. Yeah, exactly. But we'll uh, wait and see. This was a good game, though, I think. It was nice having three matches on TV on the Sunday. Um, Leeds and Cardiff, this was a weird one. Leeds just Leeds just didn't wake up for about for the first half. They were just asleep. Yeah. Um, terrible goals that they gave away. Oh, really? Yeah, really, really poor. 
I mean, really, really poor goals that they gave away. Cardiff had two shots on target in the match and they scored two goals. But there was like Leeds. There was like six players and he's still able to pass it into the net. He just passed it into the net, the first goal. Yeah, yeah. And the second one was like Ramsey hit a shot and it bounced all over the show and came to the back post and he just tapped it in. I mean, that's awful defending. I mean, that was nearly, it was almost like Leeds equaliser where, you know, the ball just bounced off about 12 defenders and fell into his path to tuck it home. I actually thought some of them would have left him. I I thought he'd leave. Yeah, I did as well, actually. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose one of the things, um, like I thought Ododa playing left back was a bit of a strange one, given, you know, we've obviously seen Ododa growing up ever since he was an Irish youth international. Um, playing him left back was a bit strange, and I think it's it's not a position he's overly familiar with. That due to injuries, or is it just tactical? I, I think it's just the way they set it out. I know he kind of has played as wing back on the left before. But he seemed to be an out and out left back today. And he's like when Leeds went at them, that seemed to be an issue coming down that right hand side, down that Leeds right. Because it he clearly isn't that comfortable playing as a left back. He wants to be up the other end of the pitch creating chances. Um and I, I, I just thought that was a really strange choice and it might have cost him. Um in the end. Uh, they certainly had other chances. Well, uh, just Cooper Cooper's goal for Leeds. Uh, the way he Great fell, header. The way he fell. Yeah, I mean, he just so determined to get his head in the ball, but he landed awkwardly. And we saw a lot of reports saying that it was his knee. It's not his knee. It's 100% his ankle. He okay. went over on his ankle. Definitely looked um, like um, It's definitely his ankle. Now, that could be ankle ligament because all his weight went over on the ankle. Um. It's like his, yeah, body, it a, his body twisted and his ankle went the other way. Yeah, like that could be, he could be out a long time. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, it, it just looks Yeah. I mean, and for Leeds to lose their captain this early in the season. Um, I, thought Dan, I thought Dan James is good today as well. Yeah, and another player that needs to have a good season now playing down at a lower level. Um, you know, I thought Aaron Ramsey was okay. He was fine for what he had to do. Like I said, Cardiff didn't have the ball a lot. Um, yeah, so Le- Le- Leeds should have won this game. I know they got a late goal, but Leeds should have won this. Yeah. Um, they should have won this game. They didn't, and I think maybe it'll be a wake up call for them that you know it's not going to be that easy. As well, if any team knows it's Leeds, they were stuck out Premier League for I, so long. I think the commentator said there's no you. Uh, there's no respect in the championship for teams. No, yeah. no, and and we know the season starts somewhat slowly. I know the cup comes midweek, but after four games or five games, whatever, that's when you go on this crazy run where you're playing three three games in a week for five or six weeks. We still have a few players that are going to leave. Um, there's a yeah. guy, there's a lad linked to Chelsea this morning, the, Amer- yeah. the American lad, the twenty year old. Yeah, and they've so many out on loan as well. I think Nanto a lot of change in the squad. I think Nanto will leave. Yeah, I think I think Leeds should have enough this season to at least make the playoffs. So, yeah. Um, but there's good teams in this division. It's one of the best we've had in a while. Yeah. And I think part of that is because of the teams who went up last season. I think so too. 
Um, the likes of Norwich and Watford staying in the division only makes it that much tougher for the teams that came down. Okay. So it's going to be an interesting one. What about the other game today? Um, JP will be delighted. <laughs> that Sunderland lost. Yes. Um, you, Phil, on the pre-season show that we did, had a suspicion that Sunderland were going to have a bad year. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that they yeah. lost our main man last season, Dallow. Um, yeah. And there's one or two Did other... Did you players. see Bellingham's miss in this game? No, I actually... No. It's the one game I actually missed. This is the one when I did. Basically, what happened is, I don't know who it was, but somebody hit a shot. Um, and the keeper saved it, like parried it out. And it, um, it fell to Bellingham. Basically, keepers have to make the save. He's on the ground. Bellingham's about eight yards out and he put it over the bar. All he had to do was roll it into the net. And I think it was nil-nil at that stage. Yeah. Um, so Again, two he's, goals. A guy, he's a young guy, so it's kind of hard to kind yeah. of give out from two Two much. goals for Ipswich. Ipswich probably, probably deserved the win in some ways. Certainly for their first half display anyway, they... they you know, uh, played very well. And then to get Broadhead, obviously, used to play for Sunderland, gets a goal against the old team. And then Hurst, Hurst with a great shot as well. Uh, Hume sent off for Sunderland. And this is the one we're talking about, where he'd been booked. And then he went to tackle someone. And he felt it wasn't a foul. He felt the guy made the most of it. The ref gave a free kick. He's and then awesome, kicked yeah. the ball away because he was angry. Yeah. And the ref gave him a second yellow card for kicking the ball away. Again. Um, and after that, Sunderland almost played better when they went down to 10 men. Um, and Neil got, got a goal back for them. And, you know, that's just the way it was. Um, end up losing a 2-1. Good start for Ipswich. But, yeah, it's it's a tough start for Sunderland, especially at home. Yeah, I think they're going to be in um, I know Tony Mowbray was... Absolutely furious referee. I read him um, in big trouble. I do laugh. Yeah. Um, he also was not happy with the added time. Well, again, no one is going to be because it's going to get ridiculous. And one of his issues was he, <laughs> I, I don't know, was it 15 minutes were added on? And then there was a load of subs. But the ref only added on like an extra 50 seconds beyond the 15 minutes or whatever it was. So uh, one of the things he said here, if we have a look, he said, is that what football is going to be like now? 13, 14, 15 minutes added on. I'm not trying to deflect from the match. I'm just trying to say, is this what we have to do for the next 40 weeks? Goodness me. Yeah. And like I said, it turns like when you're playing 46 league games, which we know is an awful lot. Yeah. Adding an extra 20 minutes to a match where you're playing between like 100, 110 minutes. When the midweek games come in, it's going to kill them. Yeah. Like that, that's a lot. I mean, like you said before, Phil, that's like playing an extra half every two games. Imagine, imagine going to Stoke away on a Tuesday night and having to play an yeah, extra. Playing 110 minutes or playing 108 minutes. So and then Saturday, on, you're playing. If they, on, if they add on nine minutes on a, on a first half and another 10 on the second half, that's 20. Yeah, minutes. And you're. Yeah, and you're playing like 105, 110 minutes. And then the weekend, you're playing another 105, 110 minutes. It's like going to extra time every game. 
Yeah. And it's yeah, it's we already know the the load on these players, especially in the championship. And the pitches aren't always the best, and mm. players tend to get more injuries and often more serious injuries. It's uh, I kind of understand the rule, mm. and maybe like the only way that we're not going to get 14, 15 minutes of added on time is if players stop time wasting. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, and if we get the ball back quickly. Now, I didn't see, even though the balls were placed along the sideline, like we said they're supposed to be, I didn't see the restart speeding up that much. And that's something they're probably going to have to look at again. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. So anything you want to add to this game? Uh, no, I, think... I don't really have. No, I just think it'll be interesting to see where both finish. Yeah. Um, yeah. The end of the season. Yeah. yeah. I suppose we'll wait until uh, Friday or whatever, Phil, will we to have a look at the the games coming up? But um, yeah, it's a few weeks always before the midweek games come in, uh, other than the League Cup matches. But it's uh, yeah, it's going to be some tasty fixtures next weekend already, uh, with the way teams have started the season. Like I said, you don't want to fall behind too much. Uh, good opening weekend, though. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was interesting. Interesting, yeah. definitely. Results were interesting, yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple of them went as I expected, and one or two I shocked in results. 4-1 Stoke was probably the surprise five goals. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was weird. I think Watford scoring four and still having the same manager at the end of the first week of the season is as much a shock as you can get as well, so... Well done to them. Um, I suppose there's no point really looking at the, the early league table as it is. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I suppose in a, you've got Watford. I suppose a lot of teams will want to want to have a look at where they are and what they're doing this season. But uh, yeah, Watford top of the table. Stoke up there as well. Um, Plymouth. Good start for Plymouth Nipswich. Um. Yeah. It'd be nice again to see two promoted teams stay in the division. It would. I'd like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd uh, like. So it. we'll we'll wait and we'll wait and see what happens. Um. Yeah. So will we leave it there, guys, and come back again maybe the end of the week and have a look ahead to the weekend matches briefly on maybe Friday night. And then, and then, and then, no Friday that, night football this week. I don't think. And if there's any shock results as well, we'll uh, we'll go through that. Um. With the yeah, in the cup. league cup. Yeah. I, I don't think we Friday night football next week because of the League Cup. And the Premier so, League is back as Friday night as well. So Premier League back Friday night as well. Um, but that means usually when there's not Friday night football, there's an early kickoff, which I think is Coventry and Middlesbrough next weekend. So we will have a preview of that and all the other games as well, probably on Friday, um, after the Premier League, uh, after Premier League game finishes or around there or something. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks, and thanks, we will thanks. Be- Back with you again on a uh, on Friday night. Very stiff. All right. All the best. Yep. Thanks very much. Cheers.